What things or people support you during your challenging phase in your self-improvement efforts? That's what you've been asked in today's daily episode. Welcome to another enlightening gateway episode of Find Yourself the Questions podcast. I'm Bernd Wensky, your host and trusty co-pilot on this journey to self-discovery and personal growth. The show is dedicated to helping you achieve mindful self-improvement and take your life to the next level without pressure or control. I'm your host, Bernd Wensky, and I'm thrilled to have an honestly remarkable guest with us today. He's someone who's not only walked the walk, but has dedicated his life to helping others achieve their personal greatness. Our guest today is Kevin Palmieri, the CFO, founder and co-host of Next Level University, a global top 100 self-improvement podcast with an impressive track record of more than 1,450 episodes, might be more by until now, reaching over 850,000 people in more than 150 countries. Kevin's journey is a testament to the transformative power of holistic self-improvement. After achieving the American dream with a six-figure income, beautiful girlfriend, high-paying job, sports car, dream buddy, he found himself at the edge of despair, contemplating suicide. But he didn't stop there. Instead, he decided to dive deep into personal development, determined to overcome his anxiety, and depression and turned his life around. Today, Kevin is on a mission to empower others to rise above their own rock bottoms and reach the next level and has touched the lives of hundreds of thousands of people worldwide through this podcast, speeches, training and coaching. Join us today as we delve into Kevin Palmieri's inspiring journey, his profound insights on consistency, commitment, habits, mindset, confidence, fear, relationships, and the power of shifting your perspective. Get ready to be motivated, challenged, and inspired as we learn from a true expert in mindful self-improvement. Without further ado, let's welcome Kevin Palmieri to Fight Yourself the Questions podcast. Kevin, thank you for being here and sharing your incredible story and wisdom with our listeners. Absolutely, my friend. Thank you for such a wonderful introduction. I appreciate all the kind words and hopefully I can live up to the reputation you have created for me here. Uh, I appreciate your time very much. Yes, that's what I wanted to do. So. <laughs> I appreciate it. I prepared the stage. Let's see. <laughs> so let's let's dive into the questions. The first one that I have is, what specific challenges or obstacles have you encountered on your self-improvement journey and how have they impacted your overall sense of well-being and growth? One of the easiest ones to speak on, because I think it's one of the ones that we all kind of deal with, a lot of it was limiting beliefs, a lot of it was insecurity a lot of it was uncertainty. I didn't feel confident in who I was as a human and I would just get super insecure when I felt like I wasn't smart enough or I would villainize people who had results that I didn't have. So honestly, most of the work, especially in the beginning and to this day, 
is the internal what is going on with me and how are my beliefs about myself influencing and impacting my beliefs about everything else it was really overcoming those insecurities having mm -hmm. conversations with really intelligent people and just feeling like i was stupid and i yeah. couldn't hang in the conversation or i couldn't add any value or i couldn't be a good coach or i couldn't be a good speaker so for the last seven years i've really been working through and trying to beat down all of those limiting beliefs that decided for me that i could never be successful whatever that meant to me at the time and that's still a, a work in progress i think i i have found myself but i also find myself every day to a new extent into a deeper level i understand can you share a recent instance where you felt overwhelmed by setback or failure so how did how did you navigate through those emotions and what strategies did you employ to regain your focus on self-improvement We had a client recently who we were working with who decided that they were going to go work with someone else. And I realized that one of my core wounds, one of the things that hurts me at the deepest level is when I disappoint people. It's not the fact that they went somewhere else. It's not the fact that we lost money. It is the fact that that person was disappointed in what I was doing and I let them down. And that for me, it took me off the rails for an entire day. I was sad the entire day. I didn't want to be on interviews. I didn't want to do coaching calls. I wanted to just recluse and lay in, lay in bed. But what I did was I talked to my business partner about it, who yeah. is a mentor of mine. And we dug and we dug and we dug. And I realized that one of the, the things that holds me back is my fear of disappointing people. One of the things that has also allowed me to get to where I am is my fear of disappointing people. Yeah. When when I log on to a podcast, I'm singing and I'm happy and I'm joyous. I want to over deliver. I want to be a great guest. I want to be energetic. I want to add value. I want all of those things. But one of the reasons I do that is because I'm afraid to disappoint you. I don't want to disappoint you and I don't want to see it live in real time that, oh, I thought Kev was going to be better. Or Kev was going to be this. So what I did was I reflected on it and I tried to connect. Okay, what are the negative things that have come mm. from this? But what are the positive things that have come from this also? And next time when I do disappoint someone, it's going to happen. It's just that's the way it works. I'll have more control over the fact that when I get triggered, I'll know why and I'll, I'll be able to understand at a deeper level. So hopefully I can connect that more to my self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's only in your belief. So you don't disappoint people. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I do, like, let's just say I do. Let's say someone comes out and says, hey, I'm disappointed in you. Okay, that's <laughs> that's bad. I don't like that's, that. That's their opinion. Yeah, it, it is. It is. But my standard for myself is I do want to over deliver with whatever I can. So I can use it as constructive feedback as well. And to your point, just because they feel that way doesn't necessarily mean that's the way I showed up. But it's a it's a balance for me. Hmm. Talking about the balance, so how do you balance the pursuit of self-improvement with self-compassion and self-acceptance, particularly when you're facing challenges or moments of self-criticism? I think it's really an understanding of how much feedback is actually constructive for you. 
So the analogy I always use is if you're going to speak on stage for the first time, you should probably give yourself all the self-compassion and all the self-love for doing something that scares you. I don't care about the result for you at all. I don't care if you forget everything you're supposed to say. The fact that you stepped on stage is a win. But as you elevate and as you grow and as you learn and as you experience more, at least for me, my standards for myself have changed. So I tend to, when we're doing really, really, really well, I tend to have less self-compassion for myself. When we're struggling, I tend to have more. Because when things are going really well, I'm capable of receiving harder feedback, receiving more truth, receiving more self-awareness. But when the scarcity of mistakes, when the scarcity of perceived failure is around, usually that's when you want the gentlest amount of feedback possible. So usually it's when things are going well, pile it on, give me all the feedback, give me all the all the stuff I need to get better. When we're struggling, I'm going to live from a place of self-compassion. I'm going to live from a place of gratitude and I'm going to live from a place of self-love and appreciation. That's re worked really, really well for me. I resonate with your message. Hmm. In times of adversity of when facing self-doubt, what methods or techniques do you find most effective in maintaining a positive mindset and staying committed to your personal development goals? I call it the two R's, recent and relevant proof. Mm -hmm. So I was getting ready to go on a podcast recently. And well, this was months ago, but that's, it seems recent. And I was doing research before I was going on this podcast. And the host of this podcast was a doctor that worked for NASA. So this person's mm -hmm. like a space doctor. Mm -hmm. And I said, I do not belong on this podcast. Maybe there's another Kevin Palmieri. I think things got mixed up. I don't know what's going on. But I sat down and I said, well, let, let's work through this. Let's look at the most recent. So the, the most time recent example of you doing something like this. And look at, let's look at the most relevant thing. The most recent relevant thing was I went on a podcast recently that I felt way out of my league on, and it ended up going really, 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 really well. So for mm -hmm. me, anytime I have those self-doubts, those limiting beliefs, the thing that's trying to take me off the path, I say, well, is this just fear and scarcity talking? Or is this some logic? Because if I look at the most recent relevant proof, I did three podcasts yesterday, and I did 1,500 on our show, and I've been on a bunch of others. A lot of this is just the conditioning that I'm still working to unwind and uncondition and unlearn. So recent proof, relevant proof, that is something that is very, very simple, but it has worked very, very powerfully for me over the last coming up on seven years now. At your company, the Next Level University, you believe in heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. I love this concept of addressing things clearly and bluntly, presenting reality or the truth without sugarcoating or obscuring it. Kevin, please tell me more about your concept of helping people to reach the next level in their life, love, health and wealth. We had someone who reached out to us one time And they said, th this is where we got that frame from. 
they said, I really appreciate how heart driven you guys are, but I appreciate how no BS you are as well. Mm -hmm. And I said, what do you mean by that? And they said, well, you're heart driven from the place that it's very clear that you want to help. And it's very clear that you want people to succeed. The no BS thing is you just try to tell the truth uh, without uh, hopefully knocking off as much ego as possible. So that's where the heart driven but no BS thing came from. And what we've learned over the last coming up on seven years, there's a lot of tactics out there. If you Google how to make more money, there's a bunch of stuff that's going to come up. If you Google how to have a better relationship, there's a bunch of stuff that's going to come up. But unfortunately, not all of that stuff or addresses the internal stuff that we have to work through first. So hypothetically, you can Google how to make more money. But if you grew up in a household that didn't have a lot of money and no your chance. family, right, right. And your family villainized people who had a lot of money. And every time you have money, you immediately get rid of it because you don't feel like you're deserving of it. There's so many layers to the advice that we're given. So we try to take a very, very deep dive into the human before we give you advice, just because the advice is out there. The tactics are out there. The reason it's not landing is usually because we don't understand how to deploy it for ourselves. And that's really, that's really our approach. And then anytime you hear holistic within our business, it just means three-dimensional. Life, love, health, and wealth. I've been financially successful, but my mental health was really, really troubled. I've been physically successful, but I was the loneliest I had ever been. I really want to have a life of everything. I want to be the most fulfilled, the most successful, the most in love, the most fi financially free, the most in shape physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. That's really what we're playing for, and that's what we're trying to help others do as well. Mm -hmm. Have a deep understanding of the significance of your work. I I try. I try because when the when the tide comes in and when it's raining and when it's cold and when it's dark and you feel like you're not making any progress, you have to make sure you can reattach to the why. The why is everything. Kevin, are there any specific resources such as books, mentors or practices that you turn to during difficult periods to gain new insights or perspectives on overcoming obstacles and continuing your journey of self-improvement? My business partner is my mentor for sure. And he co he coaches me. Right. So even to this day, we're, we're seven years in and he still coaches me every other week. So very grateful to have a wonderful coach and a wonderful mentor. One of the practices that I've been doing. And I always try to give a, a tactic to go with this, because as a podcaster, I have so many episodes where I can go back and say, what was going on when I recorded episode 500? Where was I financially? Was I single? What was going on? So for me, I reflect when I am struggling, I look back on how far we've come. When I'm not struggling, I look forward to how far we have to go. Mm -hmm. The advice I would give that's, that's worked really well for me. If you take out your cell phone and you either record a voice note to yourself or a video and you save it in your own little folder, Where are you right now financially? Where are you when it comes to your health? When it comes to your love? How do you feel about your life? Are you fulfilled? Are you excited for the future? Are you struggling? Are you succeeding? Record a an audio or a video journal and then check in in six months. Yeah. And that could be your practice six months from today when you're struggling. You look back at how far you've came. You just maybe you've forgotten. 
I think we forget because when we're going through it, we feel like, oh, I haven't made any progress and right now kind of stinks. But if you look back at a point in time, odds are you're probably making more progress than you're giving yourself credit for, or you're not making as much progress. And that can be a gentle kick in the butt for you to get back on track. Yeah. Fascinating idea to do this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think we have a cheat code because we have podcasts so we can look back and say, sure. oh yeah, episode 100. I remember what that was like. I couldn't pay my bills. So I think it's beneficial. Yeah. At the Next Level University, you and your team are committed to helping people reach the next level of their lives, no matter where they are. We're here on the Find Yourself Mindful Self-Improvement Podcast. My concept was to use an an annual project with a daily question to encourage listeners to think about themselves and thus gain better access to themselves. In monthly gateway episodes like the current show, I spoke to people whose lives were only sometimes perfect and straightforward. It was important to me to show what different life concepts people can use to lead a happier and more balanced life. You are a successful podcaster. What do you think about my idea to continue this podcast in 2024 with daily question episodes significantly shortened to a maximum of 25 seconds and with irregular gateway episodes for deeper insights? Ooh, put me on the spot. I would say make sure your episodes are at least over a minute because if they're only 25 seconds, you might not get credit for listens on certain platforms. That mm -hmm. would be that would be one. And if it's something feasible that you can do and you feel like it's sustainable for you to do it, I say hammer it because at the end of the day, you're going to learn more about yourself than probably anything else by doing something that consistently over that long enough period of time. So I'm all for it as somebody who does a daily podcast. As long as it's sustainable and it's filling your cup and you feel like you're delivering the impact that you want to deliver, I am all for it, my friend. Yes. Thank you. I will do. I'll <laughs> let you know. Maybe we see you again next year. I would I would love to. Thank you, Kevin, for being here with us today. Your journey and the next level university are inspiring, and I'm sure. Our listeners will gain valuable insights this, from this conversation. Thank you for joining us on this podcast episode. Your insightful contributions and captivating storytelling have greatly enriched our conversation. We sincerely appreciate your wisdom and the impact it has on making this podcast even more exceptional. To show our appreciation, we would like to include a link in the show notes to the Next Level University website where our listeners may enter the free Next Level 5 to Thrive course. Thank you, my friend. Yes, yes, I appreciate that very much. There'll be another free course up in the near future as well. Thank you. And thanks to all of you listening and joining us today on the Find Yourself the Questions podcast for mindful self-empowerment and personal growth. I hope this episode inspired you to ask questions and discover yourself. Stay tuned for daily short inside questions next year in season two of this podcast, as well as monthly inspirational discussions on your path to personal growth and happiness. Maybe you're just a question away from your best year. 
Love it. Bye-bye.